During this episode of Disconnection, we will be speaking to Rob McVeigh, who will be sharing with us real and relatable stories covering a range of topics from his unique perspective. Rob, glad to have you here today. Thank you guys for having me. This is like my first podcast I've ever done. I'm very thankful for you guys for having Welcome. me. So thank you. We're, we're happy to have you here, man. Um, we want to know, Rob, what are you about? So, um, you know, I'm 26 years old. Um, you know, I'm a choreographer and, you know, I do an array of things. I'm not just a choreographer. I'm also a creative visionary. Um, you know, I do help people out with branding, um, you know, if they, you know, request for my help. Um, so I work for a dance studio mm-hmm. in upstate New York. It's in uh, Pearl River. It's not really upstate, but it's, you know, for the most part, like right. know, New York State. And then I work for a music artist. Um, her name's Leah Robinson. Cool. Um, you might know her family. Her family's the Sugar Hill Gang. Mm-hmm. Um, her grandmother was Sylvia Robinson. So she has been named, you know, the granddaughter of hip hop, which has been, you know, really insane to work with her and also imagine we've become you know the best of friends over time so like you know that's great too over um, time why don't you tell us about the initiation of that friendship um so there was a somebody that i was friends with at the Mm -hmm. time um and he had told me that he you know he was friends with darnell and because um, he had gone to um, Tenafly High School, and, and Darnell had, is Leah's brother. Right? Yes, Darnell's Leah's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like, you know, you should really check Leah out. You know, he showed me like some YouTube video mm. of her singing in the bathroom. She was singing like One Plus One by Beyonce, and I was just like, wow, who is this girl? Like, I must get in contact with her. <laughs> like, whatever. So I literally hit her up on Facebook, cool. and I was just like, hey. I'm a friend of so-and-so's. Mm. Um, I do know your brother. Like, I, I knew Darnell a little bit, but I wasn't really, you know, that close with him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I wasn't at the Super Sweet 16 or anything like that right. in high school, <laughs> even though I really wish I, w- I went to that. Um, so, and I hit her up and I was just like, you know, um, I would love to get you in the studio and, you know, teach you some of my work. And if you like what you're learning, then, you know, we can go from there. And if not, thank you for your time. And five years later, here we are. So it's wow, been, that's awesome. Very it's cool. been quite a ride, and we are just getting started. So let's so. take it back to the the true beginnings of this. You originally got into dancing or choreography because it was just something you were um, doing, like. Well, growing up, my parents kind of put me in just about everything. Um, Let you try you know, all the different classes. The sports never stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I just like happened to be on those winning teams in a rec and like baseball nice. and basketball and stuff. But um, I was never a real asset or anything like that. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I was really good at gymnastics. So mm-hmm. um, I was taking gymnastics at a gym. They didn't offer a men's competitive team. So my parents asked, you know, the director, you know, they were like, what can he do from here? So he, he you know, they were like, well, you know, he can go into diving because, you know, that still um, incorporates all the acrobatics that are involved in diving and stuff like that. Or he can go into dance because, you know, that's more of like the rhythmic side of gymnastics, even though, you know, um, Male gymnastics is like very, you know, masculine. It's not, you know, there's not too much choreography in it, mm-hmm. like, you know, women's gymnastics, but there's, you know, it's a lot more, it's still rhythmic, whatever. Um, so I tried diving for a while. I was actually like pretty good at it. I was, you know, train, I would get like really, I do it over the summer, but I got like really serious about it because I wanted to like, you know, win. Mm-hmm. So I would go to Columbia University and do this like program where I was training with the coach there and like doing all this crazy stuff. And then, um, I hit a crossroad because um, I started dancing too. Um, Diving, gymnastics, and then dance. Yeah. Wow. So my yeah. So my you know um, this lady who worked at the front desk of you know my mom's gym mm-hmm. was like, oh, you should take you know Robert to this studio. Um, you know, it's really good. It was called uh, Needed Artists Dance Extensions in Park Ridge, and um, he was like, oh, you should totally you know check it out. Bring him there, whatever. And I went to the summer camp and then you know I was a little you know hesitant at first when I got there you know because I was just like you know I saw everyone like you know dress up for ballet and I was like oh no I can't do that you know I'm a guy you know Mm -hmm. I can't really do that but then um you know I hit a crossroad I got you know I started 
getting involved seriously. And then, you know, I had to choose and then I chose dance instead because dance, both of them were very time consuming, but dance was like, you know, I had my second year of being there, I had gotten on the competition team. Wow. Once I had done that, you know, I was, you know, dancing like three hours a day. And so were you like, dancing in that ballet outfit? Um, not in, well, I mean, not in that ballet outfit. I mean, like I just saw girls in like, you know, the regular, you know, uniforms, like, you know, just, just like, like the skirt, tights, leotard, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it for guys? Um, what it's supposed to be is uh, a tight white t-shirt and black tights and ballet slippers. But I got away with t-shirt and shirts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do that? How'd I got away. I got away with a t-shirt and shorts and I didn't have to, uh, wear didn't the tights put the tights on yeah Tight team but i had to wear a dance belt you know when i was competing true which really sucked what does a dance belt mean i don't even know what um it's it's pretty much a thong interesting <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> like it looks like a jock strap but yeah. then it like comes around back and it's like it's completely like uncomfortable yeah it's, it's yeah it's really uncomfortable i don't yeah. know how girls do it every day i really don't <laughs> shout Pops. out to all the thong wearing chicks yes out there. like you know i really don't you know i don't know how they do it yeah. it's, it's not yeah. fun but i was able to like you know get higher in my jumps and stuff like that so maybe there's a the binding of boxers i really don't know so. gives you a little extra boost in there but yeah so um i got really serious with it and um I really loved it. And, you know, then I just, um, you know, I went away to school and then, you know, I went away for a little bit and then I came home and then, you know, I just was like, I don't want to, you know, after, because after you go to, you know, a dance studio Mm -hmm. and then once you graduate in high school, you graduate the dance studio. It's like, you can't really go there. I mean, and also just like, you know, is it weird like to have a post high school person in the studio sort of thing? Yeah. I mean like some studios have it like super seniors, but like, you know, I had gone away to school. So like, that's also kind of like the, you know, what everybody does, the tradition, you know, you know, you leave to go to school, you go to college, especially in this area. And then if you want to take your talents to college, you can try out for a team and like, you know, do it that way or, you know, figure it out. So I'd come home from school. Um, I'd gone away to school for a couple of years and I finished up back here um and while i was here the second i came home like back to jersey i you know would just go into a studio and just dance like there was um i went to a gym and they had a bunch of studios and i knew the owner really well so i was able to just like go in there whenever i wanted and i would just you know fool around like whatever just dance play around what kind of dance is it by the way it's i feel um i'm i was trained in ballet lyrical contemporary modern um jazz hip-hop broadway theater um you know a little tap didn't really take a full class but Mm -hmm. you know some in the summer camps that we were required to take that we would have to take a tap class can't tap save my life but you know (laughs) i tried it (laughs) um so yeah i'm trained in like you know pretty much all the main styles except for ballroom never really you know picked up ballroom the one style of dance i'd like to know how to do maybe ballroom and like uh salsa yeah bit, you know i mean i'm sure i could pick it up pretty quickly but um yeah. that's just you right know. your foundation is already so wide totally yeah. yeah so um so yeah so it's just mainly that and then you know from and then you know i just started you know dancing a lot and i was like i have to get back into this mm-hmm. so then like shortly after that is when i had that conversation with um my friend and he had told me about leah and you know that's when i had you know started working with her again and then that kind of like got me back into you know, the dance world in terms of like, you know, working with her, we had two backup dancers and we would just go around to like show to show, just like all like these showcases that were being put on. And like, we just, we've done shows in some of like the craziest places, Um, you know, just like, you know, sometimes there would be, you know, hundred people there. Sometimes there'd be like 10 people there, right? But, you know, it didn't matter. And like, you know, cause you have to give the show of your life every single time. Cause you never know who's going to be in that audience. So good point. Um, and when you're watching somebody who's your friend like Aaliyah and you know she needs to give the show of her life every time, do you have a tough time looking at it objectively as opposed to this is your friend, you're happy that she's just doing it, but are you able to keep your head professionally focused to make sure that oh, she's yeah. doing I mean, exactly what she should be doing? Me and her have always been friends right from the start when mm-hmm. we started working together, but it was more 
of a business relationship when, okay. we, when it first when we first started so out. So you were coming in as kind of a um, professional. I actually first, didn't really either. have her number like the first couple of years mm. working with her. Um, wow. Everything that I had to do was I had to go through her manager. Wow. Um, so like, you know, I didn't really have much contact with her. Right. And then there'd be times we have having rehearsals. I was like, can I just have her number? Cause like, you're not here. And like, I can't be like going through a second party to get in touch with her when I need to like talk to her like right now. Definitely. So, um, it got to the point where like where I had her number and then, um, Surely enough, you know, our, our team, you know, took a big change in terms of people that were involved and stuff like that um, for the better, definitely for the better. Um, but, you know, and then that also just like switched, you know, where we were in our relation in our personal, like, you know, relationship, you know, just like, mm -hmm. you know, working together, you know, we became a lot closer and then it became we became, you know, really, really good friends. But, you know, at first, you know, it was more like, you know, this is what we're doing. Very professional. Capacity. Yeah. And like, you know, I would sometimes only talk to her until we got to what we were doing. Like, you know, we do, were doing a show like I would, you know, have some sort of contact with her. But, like, right. you know, I wouldn't really talk to her until I, you know, I got to see her. Like I had met her before and I've met I know the family. I know Darnell. And you're, you're making it sound like in this in this context, when you're working with her, you, it sounds like she's like almost like Michael Jackson, like put away. You don't get the contact with her. What's <laughs> what's what's the setting like, like walking into I'm assuming that you had never worked with anybody that's been now a TV personality, I guess. Right. What's right. what was the the like shock and change when you're walking in there? Like what what is the, um, the scenario? When like I like, you know, definitely wanted to like, you know, make sure that like, you know, I'm very, you know, I'm always very professional mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, working with artists. Um, but, you know, work, you know, the first, you know, couple of years, it was, you know, definitely like I was like, you know, not like really walking on eggshells, but I just want right. to make sure like everything was like perfect and fine. And I'm definitely still like that because like, you know, we're, we're still the best friends, but we still have to make sure that like. We, at the end of the day, we have a job to do, of course, and we need to make sure that it gets done. So, you know, but um, her presence, like you know, the first year or so was like a little intimidating because, like you know, she's, you know, she's got this family and she's just like you know they're very well known in this area and it was just like you know but, a true um, lineage, you would say, right? Yeah, you know? it's interesting that you were a part of the first family of hip hop. It's the TV show on yeah. what is it, BET? No, actually, Bravo. Bravo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you were initially, I remember talking to you and you were like, I'm going to be on it like a little bit here and there. But then we spoke after the first season and you were like, yeah, like I had a big part in it, you know, not massive, but you were in more than you thought you would be. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. Um, <laughs> You know, it's funny because when they, you know, right before we started filming, um, you know, they were trying to, you know. They're like, so, you know, who are you with all the time? Like, you know, like, you know, what's your, you know, schedule like and this and that. And Leah was like, in terms of people, like, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm with Robbie 24-7. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to nice. tell you, I'm just going to tell you that right now. And like, they're like, oh, okay, like, whatever. She's like, no, really. Like, like he is there. Like, you will see him, like, literally every time <laughs> we film. Like, you know, we're always doing stuff together. So, like, just so you know, like, he's mm -hmm. going to be there a lot. And, um, and, you know, I was because, you know, I'm not only, you know, her choreographer, I've also become her assistant mm. um, in like these, I would say these last couple of years I've taken on that role. And then, you know, I'm also creative visionary for her as well. But um, so we're always, you know, together. Right. Um, and we filmed like, you know, obviously, you know, a show is going to film, you know, as much material as they can get. Um, and we filmed like, you know, a a good amount of stuff that you know that I was in and um, I didn't really know what was going to make it to the final cut and what you know and whatever so um, I was just like you know waiting and then I saw the first episode I was like you know I saw like a you know a glimpse of me in the studio with her and I was like okay cool um, and then you know the season started panning out and i was like okay maybe i'm not really gonna be in it like whatever because they were like going out of order in terms of like the order of what we filmed you know mm -hmm. i was going through they create a little narrative yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. they like throughout the first few episodes i was like um you know i'm probably not gonna be in it like that as much as i thought i was gonna be in it because we film i filmed you know like a good amount i think mm -hmm. i counted it it was like I filmed like around like fourteen like different separate times of just like mm. different things that we were. How many doing. episodes was the season? 
It was eight. Okay. Or was cool. no, it was I think it was nine actually. Okay. Eight or nine, um, and we filmed for about six months, I would say. Or it was six months. We filmed in July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, it was actually about like seven months actually. Wow. Um, but um, we stopped filming like all the scenes. Or, I would say in October, and then we were st- we were still filming, um, you know, the interview stuff for now, a while up until like February. Yeah. So I've always been interested in how reality TV show works. Like I know they they set you up in a scene, right? Like if you're filming, it's not. Is it just like where you are and the cameras on you, or they're like, okay, you guys are here and you're trying to figure out this, and now go. Like, is it kind of more like um, that? Not saying there's a script, but saying that, like, there's a, a purpose to each scene that they're filming. Um, is kind the of show question. definitely wasn't scripted. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's fake about the show. Right. Um, as people like, to, it's, you know, I guess it's a stigma for I'm, I'm not saying reality, reality shows. shows. I'm just trying yeah. to understand exactly how it works. Like, what's yeah. the direction? Well, uh, basically, like, you know, you'll go into a scene mm-hmm. and, you know, it's kind of like... It's almost like you have like somebody like walking like you're about to do a press conference and like they're walking with you as you're about to go give the press conference and they're giving you all these points okay. to cover. It's kind of like that. It's <laughs> like, okay, so you're going to go in there. I want you to talk about this and that, like right, whatever. Like and everything down. is everything's free. They don't tell you to like, oh, um, can you please, you know, say this? Um, they kind of you kind of go. Or sometimes if, you know, you don't like, they don't like, you know, what they like how you delivered something, they'll be like, oh, um, you know, that was great. But can you repeat that? But then can you just word it like this? Mm. Um, it'll happen like that. But nothing's really fake. I, you know, being around this family for this long, I could definitely say that everything that you see in this show is, you know, real life situation. Cool, cool. Yeah. And they do take that, like we said at the beginning when you were talking about the reality show, is that they kind of create a narrative. They create a story behind it. And it's not that the story is fake. It's just the way they want to present it to the public. Um, Yeah. I mean, I would say that, you know, they... It's to create drama and more of like an enticing, encompassing... Oh my God! Well, what it's just gotta be interesting. Next? Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, will exactly. have to say, like, there was no like the the production company, like, they did not create any sort of drama. It was all like everything that was happening was happening. Yeah, it was it was all like real, like you know, real stuff. Everything was real. You mm-hmm. really got, you know, what you asked for. Like, you know, it Damn. was. Yeah, it was. You know, it was probably one of the realest reality shows that I've ever seen. <laughs> also because, because you're in it yeah because right? i lit because you know because i actually lived it and like you know i know everything that's going on right and like, you know it's just a lot of these reality shows do tend to be fake and the producers do tell them to do this and that and you or know get drunk before an episode because we create, want you to react in a certain way yeah like i would definitely say that like at all the issues that were being a lot of the issues that were being handled were real life things that are going on Real you issues, know, and, yeah, like real that were issues. being resolved in reality, and yeah. they would just happen to be filming them. Which almost, you know, a, a lot of the times, you know, Leo will say like, you know, that, you know, filming this show was like almost a little therapeutic in terms of like, you know, putting all of them into uncomfortable situations in terms of talking about things that they don't really want to talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. When it comes to family things, yeah, and, and you know really, you know, expressing how you feel and all that stuff like that. And I definitely think, you know, that aspect of it was definitely good for her and them in terms of like, you know, getting things off their chest that maybe they sure had been bottling up for so long. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was all real stuff. It wasn't, you know, none of it was really fake. Um, you know, a lot of it, you know, the first couple of episodes that, you know, you have to tell the viewers, you know, what, who they are in terms of their family. So it's like almost right. like, you know, a cool history lesson in terms of like, like everybody had to show off their personality kind of because, you know, they're a legacy, you know, they've, you know, people, a lot of artists, big artists use, um, their stuff, use their material, um, are always, you know, paying tribute to them and always like sampling them and, you know, definitely and always working with them. 
So it's pretty cool. So can I ask you in the realm of seeing this great family and you're lucky enough to be working with them, right? That's awesome. Yeah. But you also have your own, you know, uh, professional abilities to bring to the table. Where do you see yourself going from this path or where would you like to go from this path? Um, right now, um, we are working on Leah's album release. Mm -hmm. So I'm really focused on that right now. Cool. Um, this is the first time that she's going to be releasing, you know, a legit album that is coming out. It's concise. It's good. It's, you know, it's what kind of hefty. album? What kind of music? Um, I would say she's going for like the more like R&B route. Mm. Yeah. Love us some R&B over here. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, She's definitely created her own lane with this one. Mm. Um, I don't hear anyone out right now that is coming out with music like her. I think the radio's missing it these days. Everyone's into like this trendy, you know, super fast catchy. rap, like super catchy. Yep. I mean, her songs are really catchy, but I mean, you know, I, I'm, you know, I think people are missing her. You know, that like that cool you know, collected girl that is, you know, has like this swag that's just like so awesome. And, you know, it's just like a really cool R&B artist. Um, and that is real. Like, you know, her music's real, you know. Um, she definitely opens up a lot on this album. That's and awesome. I think a lot of people are going to be able to, you know, relate to it. Mm -hmm. And I also think that, there is going to be a song on like that everyone's going to love. Like, you know, you might not like this one, but I'm sure mm. I'm to promise you you'll like this one. There's going to be something for everyone on the album. I'm really excited for it to come out because it's been a long time coming. When's that coming out? Um, we're looking at the first quarter. Cool. Um, so we're going to release then. And then we're just working out promo right now, which is, you know, um, just taking, you know, some time. Just make sure we get it right. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick little break here and give a big, big thank you to our sponsor, the Blockchain Academy. They let us use their studio and their equipment, and they teach you all about blockchain technology. You can check them out online. They have world-class instructors, and they're going to teach you how to use blockchain. So we just want to say thank you to them again, and let's get back to the show. Did you get any audio tracks on this album? If you're like, if you don't hear this track, it's not a Rob McBay exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But um, we just, we've been filming a lot of videos. Um, cool. We are, you know, we've been really uh, banging them out. We just did one um, yesterday, actually. <laughs> um, we just shot a video yesterday for one of our songs. Awesome. But, so we've done about three so far. Um, the second one we did had more my choreography in it. Um, with my dancers, um, with your shout dancers out to included. Danielle and shout out to Natalie and um, Emily, not Danielle. That must be an extremely rewarding feeling to finally see your dancers be able to, you know, show their stuff on an actual yeah. professional. Well, my dancers, um, you know, these girls, Natalie and Emily, they mm -hmm. are working dancers. So they're um, one of them. Uh, Emily is right now a New York Rangers cheerleader. Um, she also was a, a New York Jets cheerleader, and she does. A, uh, she was also dancing on a cruise ship for a Norwegian cruise line. And Natalie has been dancing for literally everyone lately. She's been killing it. Um, she's <laughs> been working awesome. with like Fat Joe and um, Eve. She mm -hmm. was just did a couple shows with Eve, and then um, shorts with a lot of um, Spanish artists too. So she's That's been killing awesome. it. She goes to Mass Square Garden, like all wow. the yeah, all the arenas. She's been doing really really. And these well. are your dancers. Um, there are, sense. I mean, Natalie's been with us for a really long time. Natalie's been, you know, working with Leah for like a really long time as well. Emily, we just brought on, but I definitely will be when you're keeping saying you her around. Brought on, like, are you like you have a dance studio that you go specifically with them, where you're doing an informal class, or how's it work? See, exactly? um, it gets a little tricky, um, in terms of in this industry, in the dance industry, because you have to just like kind of network and try and find dancers that are in the vicinity of where you are or where, like where you're trying to do something. So you need to just like, you know, pretty much, you know, just keep networking and then, the, you know, you get, you know, so when I came back from school and I wanted to get back into this and do all this stuff like that, I started, you know, connecting with people that, you know, I knew danced in high school. 
and, you know, see if they were still dancing and like obviously you keep in touch and, you know, who's dancing and who's not like, you know. So from there, you just keep networking and seeing, right. um, you know, who is around and who's able to, um, you know, be a part of what you're doing. And um, luckily we came across Natalie in a, um, in a casting call and it was we had the casting call in Hackensack. And um, it wasn't, um, there used to be more than one choreographer for Leah, other okay. than me. And now it's just me. So, Good but for he you. had, yeah. yeah. So he um, he brought um, a lot of people to this casting call, and Natalie happened to be one of them. Mm. And um, I was like, she's perfect. Awesome. So we, she's been dancing for us for a while. And, um, and then Emily, I had found her out through Natalie. Mm hmm. And, you know, and I looked her up on Instagram. I was like, oh, she's unbelievable. I must, <laughs> I must have her. <laughs> <laughs> she so, will be mine. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah, it's a, it, it, at first it was definitely a little difficult trying to find, you know, dancers, you know, who are around and willing to work because a lot of them are in New York and it just gets a little difficult for rehearsals and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. This is when we were first starting out. Now it's just like, you know, really simple. Um, just to, you know, find dancers to do, you know. And are you also creating a name? Because you're working with Leah so uh, intimately. You're also still able to brand yourself as that choreographer. So you said that yesterday you filmed a music video that was more of your choreography. So that's... No, say. not yesterday. So okay. So yesterday was just for one of her songs okay. on her album. Um, and then the second one we did, which was like a few weeks ago, was my choreography. Mm. Um, which is great because it turned out really sick. I'm like, really excited to see it because I saw the playbacks and I was freaking out. So where do music videos get published now? You put them on YouTube. I'm assuming. Can you get stuff to play yeah. on TV anymore? Like, is that a thing? Well, actually, um, I'm sure you've heard of Music Choice. Yes. Um, music Choice is a really big platform for that. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, YouTube is everything these right. days. Uh, music Choice actually premiered her first video. Mm. Um, not first video ever, but her first. Uh, video that we put out like recently um we released it um you know while the show was on the air mm -hmm. um and it was for a single hey young boy um oh. but yeah it's really youtube you know those vivo channels right um you know it's just that's pretty much what it is um you know snippets on instagram but like you know videos are pretty much coming out like on tv um on mtv you know thank god trl's back um, TRL's back? I didn't know. Yeah, that's awesome. TRL's back. Wow, yeah. who's hosting? Uh, it was Carson Daly, or am I imagining? That? Yeah, it was yeah. Carson Daly. Oh, um, gosh. This guy's younger. He was on Wild and Out, I think. He was on Wild, not Nick Cannon, right? No, it's no. not Nick Cannon. I would have uh, just right, said right. Nick Cannon. <laughs> um, but yeah, he seems he seems pretty cool. Cool. Um, he seems awesome. Love to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, TRL's back, so that's definitely a big um, platform again now. I think right now they're being a little nostalgic and, mm -hmm. you know, showing, like, old, like, videos that were popular when TRL was, like, you know, a big deal. Um, but, yeah, so it's pretty much just, like, you know, YouTube, those, you know, music channels like MTV, Music Choice. Um, but, yeah, there's a few more. Um, title, that's another big one. Right. Title's a big one. Um, but yeah, so right now we're figuring out what's going to be the best um, platform platform for all these to come out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool shooting these videos. That's um, awesome. And, and able to advertise yeah. all of your choreography in general. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been wanting to do um, you get like this a for a really long these? time. Huh? You get like a credit on the video? Yeah. So I've also been um, not only working with Leah, but I also just did a video with TT the artist. Um, you know, she's an up and coming rapper. Cool. Um, it was probably one of the coolest shots I've ever shoots I've ever done. Um, it was like literally we were in like this crazy bar. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Like we were in like Brooklyn somewhere, mm -hmm. and there was just like literally it was like a, it looked like everything that you could see in a garage sale was like brought to this place. It was so bizarre. Yeah. Um, coolest thing I've ever done. It was literally in like, you know, this bar and my scene, like the whole ceiling was black lights 
and all my dancers were painted in like neon paint by these uh, painters, and it was like the coolest thing ever. It looked really, really dope. That like, sounds just, awesome. Like, glowing in the dark, just killing it. It looked really. I'm really excited <laughs> for that to come out. I think it comes out in like a couple months. Yeah, I'm so, excited to see that. It sounds yeah, really cool. it looked really cool. So I'm excited to see that. Natalie was in that as well, along with um, do you know Carly Harper? Yeah. Yeah, she was in it too. Very Shout cool. out to Carly. Um, <laughs> what up, Carly? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my friend Ellie Bongiorno, she was in it too. So I'd like to change the subject a little yeah. bit. In the first conversation that we had on this podcast, which was me and Ben interviewing each other, we talked a little bit about the comfort that people feel in more of a artistic scene. So specifically, I can look into modeling. Um, and so I'd like to kind of push the question over to you in the dance world. Um, what I have found is that uh, someone who's gay is way more comfortable in expressing themselves in modeling. Uh, and so does that play out into dance? And follow up to that question is, are you worried about or were you worried about when you were younger doing gymnastics and dance and diving about someone judging you in general? You know, being a, a, a very big gay man, it's not like someone's going to come up to you and, and bully you. But did you experience that? feeling when you, you know it's up? funny that you said that because i bullied was all i ever was really oh, man. growing up Sorry. yeah um i was bullied you know my entire life um i'm very open about it um literally my entire life um well you know up until high school i would say um yeah it was really bad um but yeah i would definitely get made fun of mm-hmm. a lot um and then How'd you keep your head up high doing all these activities? You just enjoyed what you were doing? Yeah, I mean, I tr- I, I'll be honest with you, it was really hard. Um, I struggled with it a lot. Um, but, you know, once I started, you know, once I got into high school right. and I started, you know, dancing a lot and, like, you know, I had this, you know, group of friends, like, outside of school. And then I was also, you know, hanging out with kids, you know, that were, you know, in my rival high school. <laughs> Which ironic, was what? Which is ironic, Old Pan. Okay. Uh, okay. So I was hanging out with them a lot. So, you know, it definitely got better. <clears throat> and then I also, you know, but also dancing gave me like a lot of confidence um, in terms of, you know, being able to, you know, your presence and, you know, just like knowing like who you are. And, you know, it was just being comfortable with your body movements in general. Yeah. So I was just, you know, so then once I got into high school and then like, you know, people would still like, you know, make jabs at me and like, you know, try and make fun of me, you know, try and get on me about dancing. I started to get a mouth and I was like, yeah, okay, you can be like mad that like, you can make fun of me that I dance, but I've also seen more girls undressed than you have in your entire life. So <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. For Tell a them second. about the goods. And then, you know, it's, it's the ultimate, it was, it would be like an ultimate shutdown because they, no, right. they have nothing right. to say after Well, that. what do you say to that? Because they're, meanwhile, they're in the boys locker room undressing with all the football and wrestlers. I mean. Which is where I'd honestly rather be. Yeah, I figured you were going to say <laughs> that. I've seen a lot of dicks in wrestling practice. Yeah, so. that's pleasant. Um, seen a lot of them in the military. I mean, you showered together, yeah. you know, it's So here's a question for you. At what point did you feel comfortable enough to come out? Was that in high school, before dance, back in middle school? Like, when did um, you... Uh... It was in high school. Okay. Um, I was actually on a cruise with, like, eight of my best friends. Um, Girls and guys. And if they ever hear this uh, podcast, they're going to laugh really hard. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we were just out, and um, we were on a cruise for my, um, for my birthday um, and my friend Katie's birthday. And... Um, and it was just like I think it was like the last night, yeah. And um, they kind of just like, you know, came to me. They're like, "Are you, you know, gay or bi or is it like, you know, it's okay if you are. We just like want to know." And you know, we figured like maybe it would this would be a good time to ask you since like we're mm-hmm. nowhere near home. We're like in the middle of the ocean, and <laughs> like, it's just us, we, it was a cruise friends. to the yeah. it was a cruise to Bermuda, so oh, it was wow. kind of just like yeah. So we were coming back from there, and I was just like, <laughs> like no one's here. like literally no one's here. Like, and did you, you know, appreciate them finding that moment to bring that up to you at that point? Um, it was definitely very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, will not lie to you, it was very uncomfortable. But um, you know, I finally came out, and um, 
it was just like it was totally fine they were like really cool with it so then like once it, once you know cat was out of the bag then then when i came home i pretty much should have had like a megaphone like, just, like, <laughs> like you know but it was it was really it was really easy um you know but it wasn't easy at first but like you know once i initially came out it right. was you know it was really easy to just like you know what was uh, holding you back from trying to get over that hump can i ask you um well i'd already been bullied a ton so i you know was just figured everybody was going to be an asshole yeah i just figured everyone was going to be but then you know what i'd learned from people is that like people were being you know mean to me because i was in the closet which doesn't really make sense at all like there's really should there's really no justification for bullying anyone you know, and, um, it's obviously gotten better over the years, but you know, when we were in high school, it was definitely a different time, you know, now like being gay is like chic. It's like, Oh, you're gay. Like that's wow. It's like, it's like a fad. It's like a fashion. It does feel like I hear about much younger kids coming out. It's like a fashion style. It's like, Oh, cool. Like it's also completely, (laughs) I wouldn't say completely. Maybe I'd take that back, but it's, it's more welcomed to the point where I feel like we've had those conversations now about kids who haven't come out and why is it that they're being bullied because they haven't come out and now that those conversations are in everyone's minds we're able to go oh like you're a young boy like maybe a parent is more willing to say like hey like listen son daughter if you are gay it's okay I still love you like don't feel ashamed about anything that you do or feel towards anyone yeah it's it's definitely um a lot you know it's you know, talked about more and it's definitely a lot more accepted and not that mm-hmm. it wasn't then, but you know, everyone goes, it's, everyone has their own time in terms of when they decide they want to come out. Right. Um, but there's definitely more awareness about it now and people are a lot more hands on about it and willing to, you know, talk about it more. And it's definitely, a, a more discussed topic of conversation, um, at this day and age. So, right. which is great. Because, um, you know, when I came out, it was definitely, like, still, I don't know. I guess it was still, like, a little underground for, like, kids my age to come out. Like, you know, obviously, there were a ton of people who came out of the closet before me. Of course. (laughs) But um, I definitely did it at an early age. You know, I did it, you know, going into my junior year of high school. Did you so. see some of your friends shy away once you did come no, out? No, everyone was, like, so excited. They're like, oh, my God, like, that's, you know, it was, like, everyone was, like, really accepting about it. And, and this then, is like, because once you I was, just said two years into it, uh, you had done been doing dance then three years, right? Or a junior? Well, I'd been, I'd been dancing, like, I'd been dancing for a while. I always was in and out of workshops, but I didn't start my, like, legit, legit training until I was, like, in about eighth grade. Okay. But I was on the competition team starting high school. Hmm. Did it empower you to come out while in the dance studio? So taking that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't any. No, that like, you know, me, you know, being a part of that team, like didn't give me like the confidence to to do it. Um, No, no, I'll I'll rephrase. uh, Did it empower you in dance to come out and be more of yourself and to be free? uh, Hmm. I mean, it definitely helped a lot. You know, there was definitely a big weight off my shoulders you know i was just like allowed to be myself and like not have to like pretend that i liked girls right (laughs) (laughs) you know that was that was a really funny joke that i had going for a little while that you liked girls yeah Yeah, and that like you know did your uh dance mates i mean i'm not sure what to call them uh who were girls when you finally came out did they feel more comfortable around you um they were definitely always comfortable around me i don't Mm -hmm. think that ever changed um, you know, I'd, I'd always been hanging out with groups of girls, like for the longest time. Cause like all the guys were like, you know, complete assholes to me. So I didn't, sure. you know, really have like many guy friends like growing up. So like I would only hang out with the girls because, you know, they were the only ones that were nice to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was always like hanging out with girls and like very rarely I was hanging out with guys. And if I ever did, it was only like maybe like one at a time like that we just like i'd go over to like a friend's house like you know but it was like very rare one-on-ones yeah Yeah. like i would always just like hang out with like you know a few girls at a time just like running around just like going here going there whatever so you know when it became to being on that team you know nothing really changed what advice would you give to someone who is maybe still in the closet 
and you know just a little bit of the value that you found in coming out what would you share with them um you know i would say that i know it might be really difficult right now and god bless you if you're getting made fun of it making making you know getting made fun of for it but you know it's going to be okay and trust the people that are your real friends and you know you know who your real friends are and just you know if you're a little hesitant to tell your parents like you know at first like you know that's okay i would definitely like you know i i came out you know to my friends first and then later came out to my parents um it's was there a different reaction it's obviously easier no, everyone like kind of like already knew. Everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Like, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> <was> like <laughs> kind know, of a like, relief for you. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." So, um, but you know, and if you, you know, my advice would be like, you know, if you trust these people and like, you know you want to make sure that you know you're telling somebody that like you know is your real friend and not someone that's just gonna like air your dirty laundry out to like the whole school um or people that you know Mm -hmm. um you know because it's not just you know younger kids that are coming out you know people come out like when they're you know way out of college and like you know figure it out then um and if there are people that you know don't accept you for you know who you are and you know your orientation like you know they're never meant to be part of your life in the first place i'm get the fuck out yeah the hell out of here yeah just like peace like see you later no yeah you don't need that at all like you know there are even like some friends that i have that are Mm -hmm. still like kind of you know like i'll you know joke around with them and then they kind of get a little tensed up and i'm like Meaning you f- you flirt with them and it's a guy and they feel like you're coming on to them. I say he's no, it, it's not. It's just like uh, like it's very like little like very like little stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and like just like like the the most minuscule thing and it's like okay, grow well, up, man, right? Yeah, it's like it's just like grow up. Totally. Yeah. Same the 1950s. Like get over this shit, right? So. Just another dude interested in some other dudes, and we're all <laughs> yeah. here, right? What's wrong with that? Yeah, but and you know what I've you know have learned like you know back in like when I was taking psychology is like mm-hmm. you know the people that are the most negative about it are usually the ones that are probably gay themselves. That's, so yeah, definitely an internal denial of yeah. them yeah. allowing to feel something. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, they say that a lot of homophobics are gay. I really right? wish it was like you know even though it's a lot more accepted these days, Mm -hmm. it still has this like stigma attached to it. Mm -hmm. And there's still like a lot of people that are like deep down, like they really are, you know, bi or gay. And like, it's just like, you know, it's never gonna surface because of like their their overall fear of like how they're gonna, you know, how people are gonna react if like they were to come out. So it's kind of just... You know, it it's sad, but like you know, that's that's it's life. an unfortunate thing. I like not to speak for other people because what the fuck do I know? But I'm imagining that some of them, maybe you grow up in a family where it's so not okay for whatever reason, like your parents are dicks, or they're just not understanding or moving forward, or maybe like you know your social circles they were bullied or they see somebody else bullied growing up for for this sort of stuff, and it can just make them feel shitty about it and also deny it to themselves and you can you can almost see how somebody could you know how it could build up inside in a shitty way where a person is so sure that he's not that he's it comes out in a hateful way yeah fortunate yeah Yeah. so it's it's usually like the curiosities that that person has in their mind but then like they know that like it's not like really that accepted so then it just like converts it like gets exerted out in a negative way, mm-hmm. like your own personal curiosities, because like you like don't want to have those in your head because like you know right. after someone found out, but like it's really just all in your head. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like this mind fuck that people play in themselves when it comes to this stuff. Too it's, much analyzing in general. Yeah, you fall into a tumble of not really knowing. <coughs> what don't worry about it. Uh, what to actually go for? Right. Yeah. It's just sad on multiple levels. You don't get to explore yourself and things you want to enjoy. 
and at the same time you're spreading a negative message it's yeah just shitty and then so, you know and then it's know. then they usually like you know takes like their entire life to find out like when they're just like in too deep they got like you know they're married they have kids and then it just gets really messy it destroys the family life the kids are confused as to what is really happening because they bottled it up for so long it's 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 sad but But let's let's change the subject let's get back to you as a brand uh as a choreographer in general Mm -hmm. so you're an instructor uh who are you instructing Uh, you said it was actually in upstate new york Yes, it's it's New York State. It's not like upstate New York. Like you know, I'm not driving to the Catskills every day to teach dance. <laughs> okay. um, even though I just Pearl River's like away. an hour out from here, right? It's not. So um, far. it's not an hour. I would say it's about like 40 minutes from exactly where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, from where I am, like where I live, like from my house, it's about like 25 minutes. It's not that bad of a drive, um, and it's also like coincidentally like down the street from like the studio that i grew up at which is like i'll really oh, nice. check that out yeah, yeah which is like really funny yeah very nostalgic though like especially the route in terms of the way i go mm-hmm. to work it's it's almost the same exact that's funny route that yeah. i used to take when i would go to dance so it's what are your students doing right now right now hmm they might be at the studio rehearsing i'm not sure if we have practice today um but it's because I didn't do the production number this year. Um, so they might be at the studio. If not, I hope they're doing their homework because they need to, or going over my dances because they need to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have been an instructor for how long? Um, I would say that I've been teaching for about four years now. Have you been involved with past competitions? Um past competitions in terms of in terms of like so sometimes instructors like you used to do gymnastics and there was no boys team specifically is are you bringing your students uh to competitions oh yes yes Mm -hmm. yes we are um so you know i grew up in a very competitive studio um this studio also competes that i'm at right now um i used to teach at Carly's studio, Carly Harper studio. And then I started teaching at Dance Central, um, which is in Pearl River. Mm. Um, And they compete as well. And they're phenomenal kids. Um, And um, we go to a lot of competitions. We go to, this year we're going to four regional competitions and then we'll go to um, nationals. So that's five competitions in total. Yeah. Last year it was one less. So we did three regionals and then one national. So it was four. But they just added another one this year, which is great because I love competitions. (laughs) That's amazing. What what are the requirements at the regionals to go to the nationals? Or do you already know you're going to nationals? Um, Usually you have to, you know, get, you know, a decent score. Mm-hmm. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. a decent score. Um, so there are all these different competitions, these dance competitions, right? And each dance competition has their own nationals. Okay. So, and they have it at like a big convention center and, you know, studios come from literally all over and it's like a big to-do. Um, the competi- The nationals that I was at this past July was in Wildwood at their big convention center um, for a competition that's called Dance Explosion. So they have, yeah. Awesome. (laughs) These names are insane. (laughs) Dance Explosion, Legacy, Star Power. Oh, wow. These are fun. Um, And you guys were all down at Wildwood too, so I'm sure it's a good time besides just uh, Yeah, I actually, um, I had a, uh, I have a beach house in Manasquan. Oh, sick. So um, I, you know, just stay there and then I would drive down. Even though, you know, the drive really is like, I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Like, you know, it's, you know, it's a good, I'll be already down there. Like, whatever. It's still like an hour and a half drive to Wildwood from my beach house. Damn. It was strenuous. But because I wasn't going to get a hotel because I was like, why am I going to a hotel if I have a beach house? Right. Like, that's like, you know. Already hanging. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, you know, I have the beach house with like a bunch of my friends. Mm. So, you know. It you just, guys rent it out every summer? Yeah, we rent it out every that's summer. That's cool. So it was a good time. But, yeah, so I would just stay there. Um, so yeah, so we have, so each regional competition has a nationals. So we usually do dance explosion nationals. We'll be doing it this year as well. Um, but yeah, so you go to the regionals 
And you, in order to be qualified for nationals, you have to score, you know, get a certain score. Okay. Um, and then, you know, you get the, you get the bid, which is great. Um, but most of the time, like you can go to nationals. It's not like, you know, you almost have to like stand there on the stage and do nothing not to go to nationals. <laughs> wow. Um, so because all of these regionals, you're going to four regionals, one national this year. Have you been invited to multiple national uh, competitions? Um, we've just been invited to this one, right. um, the one that you know, the one that we usually go to. Right. Um, we do get um, invites. You know, they'll give you like, you know, X amount of dollars, like you know, for entry fees, for like oh, you know, scholarships and things like that. You know, we do get those. Right. Um, but in terms of like getting like a huge Every competition is different, but, like, you know, depending on how you do, like, you're most likely welcome to come to nationals. But, you know, you kind of know before the competition season even, even starts, which is January, um, you kind of know, like, right after nationals ends, like, which one you're doing next. You kind of have to plan that early because you have to notify all the parents. And that's, like, it's whole email, like, chain that the, yeah. um, the parents have to respond to oh i can't yeah. make it can you reschedule god like, bless no. annie and kim for putting that all together because <laughs> i that just seems like one big headache for me <laughs> something you don't have to deal with yeah. avoid as much as possible so but it you know choreographing and making sure you know everything's good and you know that you have a unique piece that stands out is also very very difficult as well um, and that's where your passion and creative side is coming in. Yeah. And that's what I love doing. I love creating, um, you know, back when I came home from school, I, you know, kind of made, I ha I like the feeling of seeing people react to my work and I like being more behind the camera than in front of it. Mm -hmm. But if I'm in front of it, cool, you know, that's cool too. You know, love that. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of like being the mastermind behind the work and not being the one that's doing it, you know. So and I I like, you know, because, you know, being a you know, being a dancer is very, very difficult. It's very hard. And, you know, my heart goes out to people who are like, you know, really struggling and trying to make this yeah. work. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it, it's really hard. And um so that's why I chose to be a choreographer because, you know, that way, you know, people can just look at my work and not like look at me and be like, okay, well, you're not anyone legit. Like I rather my work speak for, you that's, know, that's cool. what I do because I don't, cause like, you know, I don't have, I mean, like when I was, you know, dancing heavily, like in high school, like, you know, I was a lot leaner, but, um, you know, these days, like, even when I tell people I'm, you know, I'm a choreographer and I'm a dancer, they're like, no, you're not. Get out of here. I'm like, no, really, I am. My leg can go all the way up to the ceiling. And, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's impressive. I can Damn. turn like a top. <laughs> so. Um, Where do you see the evolution of your choreography going, you know? Can I actually ask a quick question about choreography? I was actually wondering, just on this, like, um, Choreography is you're setting up a dance, right? Yes. So when you're setting up a dance, are you telling them, are you creating literal new dance moves or are you reordering old dance moves in a new order? Um, there's definitely, you know, moves that have been in, you know, all styles, you know, for years, like pirouettes and bot mas and kicks and things like that. Um, but you know, it's it's how you do it and is, you know, how your styling comes in, like how you execute all of these um So the quality all of these the dance tricks and important. all of yeah, it's it's how you it's how you put it together. It's how like, you know, it's it could be as simple as like, you know, a head placement or like your you know, where your arms are going for a certain jump or whatever to make it your own and make it like, ooh, I like that, like how you did that. Like, you know, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Um but a lot of the stuff is already seen and done before. It's just how you execute it and how, you know, and how you put it in your dance and how you make it, you know, different gotcha. than what everyone else is already doing. Mm 
Um, yeah, was so just it's something difficult. I was very curious about. It's difficult because you don't know. Like, we go to competition. Like, you don't know what these studios are bringing to the table until, you know, you actually, like, you know, sit in the audience and watch. And sometimes you don't even do that because you're too busy with your kids, like, trying to make sure they're, you know, ready to go and good right. and everything's good for your dance. So you might not even see something. And then the dance, like, beats yours. And you're like, what? What just happened? Like what? <laughs> like what is that? And then like some of the moms would be like, "Oh, I saw that. That was really good." And I was like, oh, "Great." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to the question then. Uh, where do you uh, see your brand going as a choreographer? Um, I want to continue to keep working with music artists. Um, I have a dream. It's a big dream. It's a big goal of mine. But I do want to. Either I want to be one of the main choreographers for a Super Bowl halftime show. Just one. Just say that I did it. At least one, we'll say. Yeah. I I mean, really, you only get one. <laughs> I mean, depending upon, like, you know, who you work for. Like, you know. And like, is that like the, the echelon, like the top echelon of choreographers? I mean, you I just want to I want to be doing like award shows, you know, like, you know, choreographing for the VMAs and choreographing for you know, the Emmys and, mm-hmm. you know, choreographing for those big award shows. Like, that's a those huge are also stream of mine. Yeah, they're awesome. Like, and you're making a small step the towards second, that already. Yeah. yeah, thank you. The second that happens, like, I'll be bawling my eyes out. Like, <laughs> that'll be, like, a big moment for me. Um, yeah, I, and I won't stop until I get it because I really want to get there. Um, commercials, you know, I've, you know, would love to choreograph, like, a, cute back to school kids commercial i love seeing those on tv like you know or like a holiday commercial like you know i just want to get into more of the commercial side of dance and less of you know the company and studio work i love the competition world and all stuff like that um and i love teaching and i'm never going to stop teaching or working for you know a studio in in that sense but you know I want to see, like, you know, I want to be flipping channels and I'm looking, like, uh, I want to be flipping channels and I just come across, like, something that I did. Like, that's what I want, like, really. That bad. would be, like, the I made it moment, you think? Yeah. That would be cool. That would be very When the cool. show was on the air, I was flipping the channels and, like, and, like came to my face. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> come on. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, turn that off. <laughs> yeah, Le- Leah got me my only TV claim to fame, man. I was at the Sweet 16. The oh, you were like, there? Oh, yeah, man. I felt, oh, I'm I jealous. Blessed. blessed. It was very cool. You were at that uh, Halloween party? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That was a funny time, man. I still yeah, remember that that's night a pretty good, well. No, that was a And I love Halloween. Yeah. Like, this is my month right now. <laughs> So when I saw that episode, when I saw her party, I was like, wow. I was like, she's just like me. (laughs) We're the same person. I was like, I love Halloween too. Like, we love Halloween. We're just like, we're like in it right now. You get to dress up. You get to have fun. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, her party is is great. I was really, uh, I was jealous about all those parties. Always wanted to go to one. Sure. They looked crazy. And uh, it was pretty crazy there. They were fun times, man. Yeah, that was cool. That's so funny that you went to her party. I'll have yeah, to tell her that. Yeah, such a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I saw myself on. T- I was freaking. I still remember. I asked some older kid to get me like a bottle of whiskey that night. And, like I snuck in like a water bottle on the bus <laughs> on the way there. Oh my god! Some effed up shit. And uh, I go back and I see my thing the next day on the TV, and I'm like shirtless on this kid's shoulders, and oh. that's like <laughs> my entry into MTV. I was like, all right. Wow. Oh <laughs> my god. Funny one. <laughs> <laughs> Just went a little brolic at that the Sweet is Sixteen. Crazy. Yeah, it was funny. I don't think I drank before going to Sweet Sixteens. Nah, yeah, we were maybe one messed up kids know. in high school. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. So I, I'd like to wrap this up a little bit. Uh, I want to thank you so much, Rob, for taking the time of to course, come in. I mean, anything. you're telling me your students are back in the studio practicing, or hopefully they're practicing. So I hope they're <laughs> rehearsing my dances somewhere. Thank you for taking the time to step away from the studio and, and come talk to us. We appreciate oh, of course. you, man. Yeah. Anytime. I appreciate you guys having me here. This is like my first time being asked to come in and speak about myself. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. It was you want to. Cool. 
throw in a couple of plugs where people can reach you to maybe ask you to instruct them uh, where they can reach you on Instagram, you know? Um, you can reach me on Instagram at McTrez. It's actually a really funny nickname that I had put together when I was like in high school. And now I just have too many followers and I just can't like, I don't want to redo it. I don't want to ruin it. So now I just keep it. I'm just like, whatever, maybe it'll stick like soon enough. Cool. <laughs> it's called McTrez. It's M-C-T-R-I-Z-Z. And um, yeah. And also please follow uh, my love, Leah Robinson at the Leah Robinson. That's T-H-E-L-E-A-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. And please stay tuned for her music coming out soon. You should be hearing it within the next couple of months. Awesome. Awesome, Rob. Thank you very much. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Well, guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of The Disconnection Podcast, where we aim to inform, inspire, and close the disconnections in your lives. We'd like to thank our guests for joining us today, for delivering a unique perspective on a range of topics. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, review our podcasts on iTunes and YouTube. My name's Ben. I've been Kyle. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Disconnection.